Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Two o'clock in the Southland on a live imaging Tuesday. Yeah. Happy New Year. If you haven't heard it yet, a hundred times by When's people. When's the cutoff? How long do you say like this week, right? Really, by the end of the week, it's Happy New Year over? Yeah, you get this week, that's it. Yeah, yeah, this week and then done with Happy New Year. Yeah. yeah. But, but when noticed, the NFL season ends, that's it. That's Regular it. season ends, that's Nothing it. Happens. By the way, just like last year, in this year, we do Yacht Rock on Tuesdays when Johnny's here. Could we not Johnny I? do a poll and find a different kind of music? We could do any poll you want, but we're still playing it. Well, oh, what music, would, well, if you could change it to, to yeah, a when, genre, what would you change it to? What do we do when John's not here on Tuesdays? Well, Momo always likes White Snake, and then she laughs for four minutes she about White Snake. She does like White Snake <laughs> for some reason. Uh, no, we, David Coverdale, lead singer of White Snake, one married. I, I, I think that's right. Was married that, to Tiny Katane, who's on Sounds the car right. in one of the videos. Yeah. The late great Tiny Katane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is I, a final. I would say uh, I, I would like that ninety-eight-seven music. Alt ninety-eight-seven. Alt ninety-eight-seven. Play what we want. Yeah, we play what we no, want. No, that's Jack. Oh, is Jack the one that has our game? It's a geriatric sweater. We're does, not playing Alt 987 for Wait a minute. We're playing Yacht Rock from the 70s. Exactly. Are you kidding me? Well, it's more of our demo. It's come it's back around. It's not our demo. Literally, there were 4,000 people watching a Yacht Rock cover band in Anaheim on 1228. So you think that's our demo? It's I'd, part of our demo. I love, uh, like, I like 70s and 80s music more than I like 2010s. I like late 80s music. Yeah. Early 90s. That's what I want. Well, late 80s, early 90s. Early so 90s gets a little grungy for me. I love Too grunge. grungy. I, now, yeah. if you want to do like a Pearl Jam, because for Christmas I got the Pearl Jam vinyl, the Alive album, and Springsteen. You buying he, vinyl now? Well, those are part of my gifts. Oh, I love vinyl. Do you? Pepe Montilla got me into vinyl. Did he really? Oh, yeah. Does he, is he a big vinyl? That a big vinyl makes guy. perfect sense. He's a big vinyl guy. <laughs> Pepe, he sees, Pepe is very eclectic. He sees every foreign language film. He'll be in, and here, he'll be in here tomorrow, by the way. Yeah, he's he is uh, he's on by it. By the way, Pepe sent a very nice New Year's Day. The only person that didn't reply, actually, two people didn't reply. Producer Ooh. Lindsay, yeah. and Ireland. Yeah, I was on a plane. Like when I but when, when I got home, when I landed, there was like all of your responses on the uh, on the chain. But I felt I would I was I missed it. I felt I was too ah, late. If, if the text had just come at any other time, John, at any just sort of. But yeah, time. but uh, but I had like. Wait, wait a second. Wasn't Michael Thompson on that plane too? Yeah, he responded. Oh, yeah, he probably hooked up. He probably hooked up to the internet. He responded yeah. with a thumb. Yeah, he, Mike. Michael probably connected to the web. Yeah, yeah. By the way, you know what is entertaining? What? Speaking of social media and stuff, even though we weren't talking about it, mm-hmm. the Mike Trudell, Michael Thompson videos while they're on the road. Trudell does a great job. With oh, them. does he? I've not seen. They them. He normally awesome. goes to the back of the plane and posts at least one video oh, from each cool. one of our flights. It's on Trudell's It's Instagram? like the world yeah. according to Michael. And it's it's highly entertaining. Oh, I have to look. These days, sometimes more entertaining than the game. Yeah, well, the, the way it's been going, yeah. yes. But Saturday night was a missed opportunity by the NBA. Yeah. So what, we're what, in, what was, wait a minute. What was the missed opportunity? We're in Minnesota. Yep. Okay. And it's LeBron's birthday, and the Lakers make a ferocious comeback. I mean, they were dead. Michael and I were signing off. Yep. 107, 100, yep. 35 seconds left in the game. So we figure, all right, it's over. LeBron comes down and dribbles to the right side of the basket. Mm-hmm. And for some inexplicable reason, now keep in mind, they're up seven and there's 30 seconds to go. Right. 
the one thing Minnesota cannot do is foul. Right. Because it stops the clock yep. and it gives the Lakers a chance to catch up. LeBron drives right, scores on a layup. Yep. And Jaden McDaniels fouls him for an and one. Then McDaniels screams the F word at the ref mm -hmm. and the ref tees him up. Yep. So now all of a sudden, LeBron, Austin Reeves hits the technical. Yep. LeBron hits the free throw. It's 107 104, 30 seconds left. Wow. Jaden McDaniels just had a complete brain cramp. So the Lakers don't have to foul. Yep. They come down, they get a stop with like five seconds left. They throw it to LeBron, who's streaking down the court. LeBron pulls up at the three-point line and buries it Yep. to what we thought was tie the game at 107. Yeah. The ref says, no, 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 your foot was on the line. And they go and look at it. And I could send you oh, I mean, 10 I've images. I've, I've looked at all these. There's no question he's behind the line. Uh, even if you want – I've had people make a compelling argument that he may have been on the line. Really? But I, I've seen enough video evidence where this was a three. I'm convinced of it. But here's the thing. Why would the NBA kneecap the three-pointer? Because 107-107 with three seconds left and Minnesota having a chance to win the game or send it into overtime is what everybody wants. Right, right. You have LeBron on his birthday, just tied the game on a three, and the NBA no-fun police come right. out and say, nope. Foot was on the line. No, it wasn't. It I was not on the line, and here's the problem. I, I don't understand the – and, you know, I've been on this for years, and you you jumped on this. The the friggin' instant replay just doesn't work. Get rid of it. It doesn't work. If, if that's going to be – If you're going to still screw up the call after you look at the video, then why even take the time to look at the video? And, and all it does is slow down the game and wreck it. Now, keep in mind, if we adopt what you and I are proposing – then it would have been a two. Right. But our point is, if you're going to have replay as a tool and you still screw it up, yeah. then why have replay? Why stop the game for no reason? Yeah. And so now I'm completely on board with you. I, I We got away with no replay for years. If, if they want to just get rid of it to speed the game up, I'm fine with it. Yeah. They can't. I mean, they'd screw up a ham sandwich. They which really is would. Actually, what LeBron said after the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. All right. So, uh, you know, the Lakers are five hundred right now. Yep, seventeen and seventeen. Uh, but there are some teams that are far worse off. Uh, and and Gilbert Arenas, who has a podcast, was talking about what it's like to play for a really bad team. And he has played for one. Listen to this. You've been on some bad teams, but I don't think you've been on a team that lost 20-something games in a row. Showing up for a team that bad day after day after day just sounds like the most miserable shit in the world to me. My rookie season, there was a stretch where we were 6-40. and 40. What it looked like, exactly how it looks like on the court. They decided we're not going to have practice anymore. Just come to the games. This is pointless. <laughs> but, but just come to the games. You're not even, yeah, well, why are we coming to practice? Because you're not practicing hard. You're just arguing. You're arguing about your playing time. On the end of the bench, we got guys drinking two beers per quarter in, in, in the Gatorade bottles. So we got players that's drunk on the end of the bench. It's depressing, right? You're counting your days. The guys who's not playing, they wish they can play, but those are sour apples because they're talking about the players that's on the court, how sorry he is. Like It's just a bitter group of players. Yeah, 
I think six that's and forty. Amazing. They don't practice, and you got guys drinking. I've, drunk, no, I've drunk never drunk on the bench. I've never heard of that. You've never. I've heard, heard of, of a lot of stuff, but I've never heard of players being drunk on the bench ever. Uh, I've heard of teams not practicing. Right. But I that's that, I never knew practice that. Practice is like what's the if you really what was he five and six and forty six he and forty I mean you don't need practice so what well, I you think need a lot I of think practice, the but. I think the Pistons are three and thirty now right yeah. or pretty close yeah um, they finally snapped that streak right right but yeah, that's awful that's just awful uh, you know you brought up something a couple of weeks ago do, do they when they win at home fans win wings right. From from like Wingstop, Wingstop or someplace, yeah, yeah. So is that a good thing or a bad thing for Wingstop that they're not giving? Oh, away it's a great wings. thing. Think about you this think so? because the promotion still exists. They read it, yeah, every night at a game, and they never have to pay it off. So they still get the right. the ads, yeah. They still get the the attention and and the and they're hardly going to give away and any wings this year. And they've had to give away wings once, one time. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's great for them. I guess them. it's a good deal. I guess it's like it's, it's like the Jack in the Box deal with the Lakers. We talk about it all the time, and and they don't always have to give them away. Everybody knows that number. Everybody's paying attention. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So Ireland is this this I think is a fair question. Are the Rams, and I saw this this morning on Get Up, are they the second best team in the NFC? The Niners are clearly the best team. Niners, it's absolutely the Niners are the best Even team. Even though Baltimore boat raced from last yeah. week. Um, the Are the Rams the second best team? I would, okay, if the Rams go to Detroit, mm-hmm. I'm picking the Rams. If they go to Dallas, I'm picking the Cowboys. Dallas at home is really good. I, I'm I'm trying to think of who else is going to be in this. Tampa? No, I'd pick the Rams. Pick the Rams. Um, uh, Green Philly, Bay. Philly's in free fall. Yeah, I'd pick the I'd Rams. I'd pick the Rams. Green, Green Bay. I don't. I'd pick the Rams. They lost two once, but they didn't have Matthew Stafford. So it's it's San Francisco, Dallas, Tampa, or Detroit. Detroit. Tampa. Yep. Who's the five? Philly. 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 Rams, probably Seahawks Packers. or Packers. Packers, yeah. I think, is I, the likely. I, I think the Rams are third. The third, third, best, third best team, best team in team. the NFC. Yeah. Bergman, do you agree? Uh, you have no, no choice but to agree. I think, uh, why Why do I have no choice but you to agree? You have no choice because John was right on this. Go ahead. I don't think three is the right answer. What I is think the they're right probably answer? closer to five. You, would, you oh. would pick the Lions over them if they have I would to go pick to the, Detroit? I'd pick, uh, San Francisco, the Lions, D- Dallas, and Philly are all better than them. Fifth. Fifth. I don't know. They would lose to Philly, all of them. Philly is going backwards. Philly is the one I, I question you on. But I, the other three, I agree. Dallas rolled them. So I, I've, I have no issue like with John Dallas said. being in front yeah, of them. But, like but John said, Dallas at home is a totally Do we know team. Detroit is good? I mean, like, if, I, if Jared Goff has to play against Matthew Stafford in Detroit. Oh, it's just. What a great storyline that is. You know what this contributes to? This contributes. That's got to be the Sunday night game, doesn't it? This is it? like the script. Yeah. Right. This is when people talk about the preordained script. The best matchup in the first round of the playoffs would be Jared Goff versus Matthew Stafford and Matthew Stafford returning to Detroit. That follows the script, I think. 
Yeah, I would, Greg. You would pick Detroit in that game. I would pick Detroit, and it's mostly because I would pick the Rams. I think there's it would maybe it would come down to like a field goal or something, and, and the Rams have no kicker. and have no kicker, or yeah. it'll come down to a punt return that the guy runs all the way back. They have a good punt return. Well, that's happened right. twice in the last yeah. month, yeah. four oh, weeks. God, yeah. So yeah. the two biggest problems that the Rams have are kicking and special teams, well, and that's going to come back to bite you. And in here's the, the thing: they played a crap game on. It's unbelievable they won. Given the fact that they gave up the punt return, they had two well, if the they Giants, had fumble, they if had, the two Giants had a kicker, they would have lost. Yeah, yeah. Well, if he was five yards closer, I think they would have lost. Right. Yeah, he took that. He took a sack. It, although right, he, he had, although he, he clearly shanked that kick. Oh God, yeah. yes. That could have been. I mean, he tried to put everything. That was almost our 50. kicker. Right. For a week, he was. He was in camp for a week. If you're just tuning in, Brent Marr has returned. He's back! He's back. I've been waiting for this for a long time. Coming up next, the story of a D-bag billionaire. (laughs) I don't know what to do with this story. Yeah, we'll do that coming up next. By the way, before before we break, what do you think about them bringing Brent Maher back? He's He's our best option. I mean, we'll ask Sean McVay about it tomorrow. We will. When he comes on, but I mean, there is... No one out there anywhere in this great U.S. of A. that's a better option than Brett Maher? Hey, I love it. Don't tempt me with a good time. Yeah, yeah. it's not a good time when you line up a kicker, dude. Yeah, I I mean, I'm rooting for him. Seems, yeah. Seems like a decent I just, guy. I just feel like, damn, it's going to come down to a kick at some point. At some point, you're going to need a game-winning, game-tying field goal you- or an extra point. And you're not going to get it. And he's going to miss it. That's that's Brent Maher's mo, right? Missing extra is missing extra points. He missed all those extra. He points missed four in a row once. The but one thing I like say. about him, he's good from beyond fifty. Weirdly, sure. But you know what Sean McVay is going to say? He's like, oh, you know, he's already in the system for most of the year. We like what we saw from it. For that was a system matter at this point. But they didn't like what he's going to say. They didn't like what they saw. He missed seven <laughs> field goals. Right, and that's why that's why they got rid. I mean, of that him. guy in Dallas he, hasn't missed any. We know what he's about. We know that he's here. Yeah, I mean, like, there's other guys out. You you're, you were mentioning Robbie Gould before. Who else is out there? Uh, there's got to be see. other guys. There are. Um, Maybe they don't want to? I have no idea. Or they don't, don't want under- anybody unproven. By the they, way, I don't understand the— They tried that with Haversick. I don't understand the he's not in the system thing. I mean, his job is to kick. You don't need right. to, What system well, no, do you know need to saying he, was, he had been here with us already this yeah, year. Yeah, but what so difference does that make? Him. He's a kicker. It doesn't matter to me. It you did, and it's Mace. not like you got to learn the offense. That's what he's going to say. Five thousand mythical dollars. That's what he says. Hey, I got an idea. Why don't we go to uh, the C the CFL to find a kicker, or go to those? Uh, every time somebody comes in from Australia, he's always lights always, out. Always, yeah, yeah. Get one of those dudes. All right, uh, next D bag millionaire, Mason Ireland, seven ten <laughs> ESPN. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play, and. Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. 
Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I don't know if YouTube saw it, but I got it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Quarter after 2 o'clock. Welcome back. Happy New Year. It's Live Imaging Tuesday with Mason in Ireland that actually showed up to their jobs. Mason, yes. who's, who's this? This is... You got Bertie it. Bertie Higgins. There yeah. you go. I've been doing this long enough to know Bertie Higgins. One-hit wonder, Chris? I want to say no, simply because I feel like there's another one, but I think it's a one-hit wonder. Yeah, I think yeah. so, too. I've, I've never heard of it. So you guys decided to come back to work like you're supposed to on January 2nd. On January yeah. 2nd. Right. But, but we're the only ones, right? Like, like Sliwa mailed it in. Sliwa mailed it in. Uh, Cappy's mailing it in. Cappy's got another week. He's, another week? He's playing in the snow right now. Oh, wow. Good for him. And that, I mean, he's literally in I don't begrudge anybody taking their time off. Uh-huh. Do I? <laughs> I don't. No, I understand. Everybody Get, should get their time. Right. Well, see, that was actually kind of the scuttlebutt of What's the that? best ofs. Uh, People tried to say that the reason why Sedano and Cap was 90 minutes and you guys were 60 minutes is because you had too much time off. That wasn't. It was just a scheduling thing. We had a 90-minute window to fill with to that. fill. And then we had 60-minute window with the other two. Oh, okay. But the best of was good. Yeah. I missed all this stuff. Well, it was it was out there. Yeah, good. Good. <laughs> I'm glad. By the way, you know, uh, I was talking to Bergman today. Apparently, the numbers on YouTube keep going up. The number of people yes. that watch the show, consume right. the show on YouTube. Uh, so if you're not following our channel, not watching us, we're on YouTube right now. Uh, Ireland uh, is uh, is on, absolutely on his game today. Wait a minute. On his game. Somebody, oh, Robert Ojeda. What happened to that kid from San Diego, the one that was accused of all that uh, stuff? He was good. He's a punter. That's Matt yeah, that's a Ariza. Matt he was the punt god. And I hope that guy gets a job because he's been completely exonerated. Yeah, yeah. I thought and you guys were talking about the whole John Quintero thing. That Cappy went John vi- Quintero? The Cappy went viral over. Oh, did, oh, why, did he comment publicly great. about it? Yeah. Oh, he did? So what they, was it? They let John, go. Got, John got fired. Oh. And and we, like, we, we knew him back, yeah. back in the day. Yeah, I, remember I, was, I was sorry yeah, to hear that. I used to that. work with him, too. Does Cap not like him? No, Cappy commented on the Cappy cast that the Padres forced him out. And that went viral. The New York Post even ran it. The New York Post says John Cantera <laughs> got fired because he was anti-Padre? Because of Cappy commenting oh, on it. And by wow. the way, the Padres commented on Cappy and said what Scott Kaplan said is not true. Oh, that they, made they, you know that made Cappy's whole oh, holiday. Oh, that's the whole point of this. Well, it wasn't by a person. It was just by their PR department. So now the Padres hate him, too. Their PR guy was, Add it to the, list. was the Lakers PR guy for like 10 minutes. Oh really? Yeah, oh, really? I'm friends with that guy. Yeah, yeah. So that, I, I think Cappy and they should start a feud with the Padres. <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah. Oh, Cappy. I mean, Cappy getting quoted somewhere is what Cappy's. Oh, he loves it. He loves oh, it. Oh, loves it. He's he's on the phone with Barrett Sports Media every <laughs> single day. Hey, I got an idea. You know what? I just interview me. Article about it. <laughs> it's true though. It is true. All right. So did you see the uh, Carolina? You, Chris, you stay for this. Uh, the Carolina billionaire owner, David Tepper. Uh, Carolina, by the way, just an awful football team. Just well, absolutely awful. All, and and a lot of it is Tepper's fault. One of the things that happened was they were so anxious to get Jerry Richardson out. He got mm-hmm. me too'd, the yes. previous owner, Jerry yes. Richardson. And so they brought in David Tepper. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that David Tepper is one of these guys that He's a knucklehead with money. Yep. So he does whatever he wants. Very Dan Snydery. And what he did over yeah. the weekend was he was in a suite, and his team, Carolina, which has won, I think, two games all year, uh, 
he threw a drink on a bunch of Jacksonville fans, and he forgets that everybody has a phone in their pocket. It's unbelievable. So now the league's got to deal with it. They have yet to deal with it. What do you think should happen to him? He should be fined heavily and suspended. I think you tell him, we have one week left. See you next year. By the way, I think you should find those people. I think you should make some sort of recompense. Is that a word? Recompense to I'm, them? I'm done challenging you recompense? on words. Recompense. Really? <laughs> Is that a word? How well, did that even every pop time in your you, skull? Every, Greg, every time he does this, it turns out to be a word. Make amends to someone for loss <laughs> or yeah. harm suffered. It's, you're like, compensate. Recompense you're like 150 right. and 0. That is crazy. Recompense. Recompense. Okay. Don't you think he should owe some recompense? I do. I, I think if he was smart, he would... He would Show some accountability and apologize right now. Instead, he's not doing anything. He's, a, he, he, you mentioned Dan Snyder. He's going full Dan Snyder here. And if it was a fan dumping a beer on, on him, or on him, or a player, that oh, fan would go. be banned for, for life. life. Of course, and, and they would say that it's assault. Yes. Yeah, they would but say it's assault. He does it, and yes. nothing happens. He should do something for the fan. He should come out and apologize, and he should be fine. Just because you got a billion dollars doesn't mean you're allowed to act like an a-hole. But this apparently, is the opposite is your true. Team, your team sucks. You should be grateful well, not to only, anybody who okay. shows up. So not only does his team suck, but think about this. He traded this year's number one pick to Chicago so he could draft Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. Who I like Bryce a lot. He's a Southern Californian. But yeah, Bryce has not been like C.J. Stroud would have been the pick. Yes, and but he took Bryce Young, and now Chicago gets Carolina's pick next year, which is going to be the number one pick. Yes. So I mean, David Tepper has screwed that franchise six ways to Sunday. And his yeah, his record since taking over his owner is just a disaster. Um, Hasn't he also screwed up the soccer team too? Uh, does he like own a he, soccer team? I think Charlotte FC, and he keeps firing those coaches too. Yeah, yeah. Turn he's over, one of those. Turn yeah, he's already on his third coach in three years for the Panthers. Yeah, you can't establish anything. That and he's way. one of the innovators of hedge funds. That's where he made his. Billion. Oh, is that right? He's one of the first big major hedge fund hedge funds. Good for him. Now he treats people like <laughs> hedges. Hedges. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just keeps cutting them. So, by the way, that number one pick, Chicago's got an interesting choice because I think Justin Fields can be a franchise quarterback. Really? So does DJ Moore. Absolutely, I do. DJ Moore came out and said, that's the guy I want throwing me passes. Um, They've got an opportunity to take Caleb Williams. I say you've got to take Caleb Williams no matter what, even if you've got Justin Fields, even if you believe in Justin Fields. He's going to have a market afterwards, but you cannot pass on a guy that is potentially going to be a transcendent quarterback in Caleb Williams. What happens if... Fields is a transcendent quarterback. Do you think he is? Could Who be. Who would you bet on, Fields or Caleb? Well, here's why you take Caleb. It resets your quarterback contract. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, they have to pay Justin Fields a ridiculous amount of money if they're going to keep him. They're better off letting him. Justin Fields is from Georgia. Yeah. They should trade him to Atlanta and uh, and get a bunch of picks for him and then draft Caleb Williams, and then you're on a rookie deal with your quarterback. Yeah, and then you trade down and take Marvin Harrison. Well, they don't. You they can have trade their, down. They have their own pick too. The yeah. Bears have their own pick. Yeah. So they could Damn. take Marvin. They might not even have to trade down. Yeah. Although I think Marvin Harrison's going too. I do too. I think he's going too. Unless Drake May goes too. Right. There, there's a lot. And you think now Michael Penix is a first round guy? He was great. I do, last but night. I think he'll be the fourth quarterback taken. They'll take who's the guy that won the uh, Greg? Who's the guy that won the Heisman from LSU? 
from LSU, J, uh, Jay, Jay McDaniels. McDaniels. Yeah. yeah, I think he's the third quarterback. Right. And then uh, Penix Michael Penix is the fourth. Fourth quarterback. By the way, yeah. it does go, it goes uh, Bears and then Washington, who's going to take a, a quarterback. Yeah, they need Washington a quarterback. Washington definitely needed a quarterback. It's not going to be Sam Howell going into next no, year, No, right? no, I think All they're right, probably so going to wind up with Drake May. And that leaves... Then it's the Patriots. As of right now, then it's the Patriots, Cardinals, who Patriots need a quarterback. Uh, Cardinals... Possibly Giants. I uh, I've got an idea Chargers? for the Patriots quarterback. What do you think of this? Because you can get him cheap. Bailey Zappi, Russell Wilson. Uh, he I says know. he doesn't want to leave no anymore. Russell Wilson. What? Russell Wilson came out and said he didn't want to leave. Well, yeah, but he, but that Sean Payton's not going to pay him. Yeah. No, he's going to get cut. On, yeah, I heard he today does, he's going to get cut on like March cut, 18th. But he doesn't, he's saying he doesn't want to go now. So yeah, but, but he I, doesn't. Have I, a I, they don't want him. Well. We'll see if he I mean, he didn't get rid of his contract, so that's part of it, right? But I, if the they terminate his deal before March, the whatever, he could stay for a different deal. Yeah, I what I don't think I don't think no, Russell Wilson and Sean Payton can coexist. I don't I don't either, and I don't want I, honestly. I think Russell Wilson's time has passed. I look at his numbers; he hasn't been terrible this year. But Sean Payton wants a robot quarterback. He wants somebody that, you know, goes through his progressions. One, two, three, four, like Drew Brees used to. He wants a quarterbacky quarterback? Uh, oh, oh, we got to talk about that. We will get to quarterbackiness. Yeah, we got to talk about that. Let's talk about that next. We'll do some quarterbacky stuff coming up next. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Live Imaging Tuesday, 2.30 in the Southland. Now, John, you said, did Bertie Higgins have another hit? I don't know if this was a hit, but there's a, we found another song. We found another Bertie Higgins song. Dug this up. On a Yacht Rock Tuesday. Yeah. What's the name of this song, Brian? Casablanca. Never heard of it. Yeah. Never heard of it. Neither have I. So Good I for think Birdie. your, your uh, assessment that he was a one-hit wonder is accurate. New theme song. Let's just go with Bertie Higgins the rest of the show. <laughs> just find other <laughs> Bertie like Higgins old songs. Bertie Higgins We're going to have to go songs. deep into the record yeah, box. Really, really. The, deep, we might the need, deep cuts. We might need our friends at Rhino Records to send us over some Bertie Higgins. There you go. So, uh, Happy New Year's, everybody. Yes. It was a good New Year's. Uh, I said to you guys, I think this is the best holiday period I've had. Who was your first kiss at midnight? Uh, one. Oh, I'm just double checking. Yeah. All right. Morales. It's our anniversary. Yesterday was our 18th anniversary. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Yeah, Juan uh, and I have been together 18 years. Here's uh, Coconut Michael has written, he says, 
that Kaplan has a list of yes. things that he is. That's why I said add it to the list. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. So people that are mad at him. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here's the list. Yeah. Joe Fortenbaugh. Left. Uh, that was the yeah. prickly pear. Needless <laughs> to say. Uber driver. Apparently he had a bad Uber driver. Okay. Yeah. Aaron Andrews. What's his beef with this Aaron? This goes years ago when he was doing Westwood One or CBS. He said something I, to her and she blew him off. Like he, I like, like her. He said, could he listen to her report? And use it on the air, and she said no. Oh, okay. <laughs> didn't she also like call him and leave him some yes. scathing? Yes. Oh, did she? Voice oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. oh, I didn't know about oh, that. That's okay. Great. So, uh, play that. Rachel, but that's yeah. temporary. Yeah, no, that's, um, that comes and goes. What's Alfonso Rib? Alfonso Ribeiro. You know I hate Alfonso. Oh yeah, no, no, Ribeiro. that's Mason that hates yeah, him, not Cappy. But, but there's something Alfonso. that happened. Bill Plaschke. Alfonso what's, hates. Oh, yeah, we torch all these people hate Cappy. Yeah, why does Plaschke hate Cappy? We torched Plaschke about something a few weeks, months ago, and he got mad. It's I don't a, think Plaschke knows who Cappy is. You yeah. think he's been around a long time? Come on. Uh, Gutless well, I mean, Morales. Well, you oh, get yeah. that's yeah, temporary. No, that's SVP. He's got a problem with Van Pelt. What's with Van Pelt? I don't know. Sheila E. Why does he hate Sheila uh, E.? There was something where he yeah, didn't know she, she was a drummer. He didn't know him. she was a drummer or something. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, Dave Roberts. Well, yeah, he kind of gets connected. This list is too long. Canelo Circle. He doesn't like Canelo. Well, he, uh, he got he, blown out by Canelo. Don't yeah, Padres. Don't like John him. Lynch Sr. Yeah, well, once uh, offered Mason a 10 year deal. Yeah, I said no. Thank uh, you. Tony Danza. Oh, well, that's when Tony Danza <laughs> called into the show looking Did for he Dr. Really? Clapper. Tony Danza so, called in? But Tony was looking <laughs> really? for Clapper. Oh, And we that's put him funny. on the air and he called his MR, MFers. And, Did he really? I, I, he didn't realize what was going on. McManaman. That was, that was oh, like, yeah, yeah that was, yeah. I remember that one. Chris Jericho. Well, yeah, it's a crumb bit of with, a nacho. Yeah, crumb of a nacho when Jericho was on the show. LZ. Well, yeah, I mean, that <laughs> what's with, what's with was, LZ? Well, just, everybody likes LZ. LZ's good. LZ didn't You're like Cap. It backwards. Yeah. Yeah. LZ doesn't they all like hate Cap. him. Oh, oh, like, oh, oh, so these are people who don't like Cap. That oh. don't like Cap. Right, right, right. The last one is Keyshawn. Well, that goes to <laughs> when I did. The, well, he doesn't like Keyshawn because Keyshawn had him on one night in the beginning of the night show. Remember the night show? Yeah. And like was making fun of him. With the promos that we were running, and he like, made fun of me for like four years. I thought that was I took it as an honor. Yeah, Key grew up listening to you guys. Like Key loves you guys. Oh, yeah. I love Key. So Key called me afterwards and was like, "Who did you ask me to go on with?" Because he was making fun of me. And <laughs> man, f that guy. <laughs> really? Yeah. So he's got a list. He does have there a list. There it is. Yeah. So I guess our goal is to stay off the list. I, my goal in is to not. I'm, I'm getting rid of my list. I'm not going to have any grudges. No grudges. Year. No grudges in 2024. What about Steve Hartman? Cannot stand Steve Hartman. That's the one exception <laughs> to the rule. It took you two is Steve seconds. Hartman. That's it. To blow that up. Arash Markazi. All right. I like Arash is great. Okay. It wasn't always that way with you. <laughs> what about you? Don't you have a beef with Alfonso Ribeiro? I can't stand Alfonso yeah. Ribeiro. Yeah, he your list me over is back. Race. It took five seconds. Yeah, no, my list is All right, is so let's talk about this quarterback thing. Oh, yeah, quarterback All right, now, what is this girl's name, Bergman? I don't know I, her. I, I pulled it. Monsa. Monse, I think is how you pronounce it. Yeah, hang on. It's Monsa, and she she's works on over Fox, Sports, Fox Radio. Sports Radio. Yeah. Uh, and she said, they were talking about uh, Lamar Jackson. And let me find this girl's name. It is. Uh, I think she does like the, the, one of the weekend shows that you and I used to do back, way back. Yeah, in the she day. does. She does the weekends. Uh, and her name is Monsa something or other. Okay, good. Probably well, better. Well research. Probably better that we don't say her last name. <laughs> yeah. Because right. what she said is borderline offensive. Uh, I see. But but I think she's being accused of some things that are inaccurate. Do you have it? I do have it. All right. So they were talking about Lamar Jackson, and the Ravens have picked up on this, yes. and they're making a big deal out it's of it. It's Monsa Bolanos okay. from Fox Anios. Sports Radio. What is it? Til, there's a tilde over and the I, end. And I'm pretty sure her name Bolanos. is pronounced Monse. Monse Bolanos. Bolanos. Yeah. Okay. 
Here is what she said about Lamar Jackson. I want my quarterbacks to be quarterbacky. And to me, Lamar Jackson is just a great athlete, and he's done a really good job, and he had a great game against the 49ers. Prisoners of the moment, he is not the MVP. Christian McCaffrey is the MVP, and he has been. I've been saying this for weeks. It's not like I just decided after this game. That, that's what happened with Lamar. After this game, he jumped up, but he wasn't even in the conversation. He was like... Uh, an afterthought. It was always like Tua, Duck. Uh, no, it's Christian McCaffrey. And then two, and you know, I'm not a huge fan of Tyreek Hill because of what he does off the field, but you know, a separate conversation. He's in the second one. If it's not Christian, it's Tyreek Hill. Those are the two that have stood out every week. Every week. Not Lamar Jackson. It's not that I don't like Lamar. Okay. okay. So, a couple of things here. After she did that, she said quarterbacky. I want my quarterbacks to be quarterbacky. All right. Now, the reason Lamar is good is that he's not quarterbacky. Yes. That's why he's the MVP. Mm -hmm. Her argument that Christian McCaffrey's the MVP is a perfectly legitimate argument. Oh, yeah. You can make that case. Now, what got kind of went sideways here, and I'll stand up for in this regard, is people said that when she said he's not quarterbacky is code for he's not white. It's code. That's exactly what it is. It's absolutely code. Why? Uh, when you say when John, in other words, you, this was the knock on uh, black quarterbacks for many, many years. It's re- reason we didn't get to what was it? Seventy six was Doug Williams somewhere in yeah. there. Yeah, and Warren Moon Warren had to go Moon, to Canada and all guy, that stuff. It's because coaches throughout history have steered black athletes away from quarterback and into other positions. Um, and it's only now, I think, that we we see and it's demonstrated on a week to week basis that some of the greatest quarterbacks in the league happen to be black. Her take that it's not quarterbacky, uh, he's just a great athlete. To me, that is code for not white. Not white. Um, I disagree. I don't think that's where she was going. But where do you I, think she was going? I think she doesn't like Lamar Jackson because he. You can't run a traditional Patrick Mahomes drop back offense with Lamar. He's he's, he's a dual too, threat. Right. He's too good of a runner. Right. But I actually think that's what makes him the MVP. Yeah. So you can't, like Sean McVay's told us before that you can play perfect defense. Like all 11 of your guys could do exactly what you coached them to do. And Lamar will still make a play because it's when a play breaks down that he's that dangerous. So using her vernacular, the fact that he's not quarterbacky to me makes him the MVP. Correct. That's what makes him different. That's what sets him apart. The offense is designed around him, and he's unbelievably dangerous. And the Rams just played him what three weeks ago. Um, the difficult thing about him is, you know, you think you've got him, you think you've got him bottled up, and he gets out of there somehow. And other guys can't do that. Other guys don't have the escapability and the running capabilities that Lamar Jackson has. And I think quarterbacky feels like code to me. Oh, well, here's why you guys might be right. I, I didn't think she was going anywhere racial. But she then defended her argument okay. with a statistical tweet saying, here's why I said what I said. Lamar's ranked 15th in QBR. Here's a list of people that are ranked in front of him. Um, these people in my opinion and have done more to help their team than lamar has uh her bosses pulled the clip pulled the i don't know how you found it but they pulled the youtube clip right and then they made her delete her tweet so mm. they think what you think her bosses think what you yeah think. i mean i think it can be inter- what do you think morales i think it can be interpreted that way i think for the, sure. the term is so pro style quarterback when they're doing recruiting right yep ranking pro style quarterbacks matthew stafford yeah typical 
quarterback, you know, three-step back, whatever. Yeah, right. Dual threat is Lamar. Yeah. Dual threat. I, I would like to give her the benefit of the doubt and think that she likes more pro-style quarterbacks. A lot of us grew up watching pro-style quarterbacks, right? But I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. But and Lamar's already won. The, the reason her, her argument's a little hollow is Lamar's already won an MVP yes. playing exactly like this. And by the way, just won that game, and I think that well, she won said it the before MVP the game. again. She said it before the game. She said, before, I'm pretty sure. No, she said he had a really good day. Okay, so she said it after she the said Niners. It after the Niners oh, well, game, that that makes less sense. That's just nonsense. She yeah. says it's still Christian because McCaffrey. if if your decision was between McCaffrey and Lamar, the Ravens didn't just beat the Niners; they destroyed them, and they did it in California. In, right. So Lamar, I I have zero issue with Lamar being the MVP no, of the league, he and I think he's going to win in a landslide. And by the way, I think they're the Super Bowl champions too. Well, the best team doesn't always win. No, it's true. One one bad day. By the way, I, I hate to tell you this. I'm kind of changing subjects on you. But all these people that assume the Dodgers are winning the World Series, the best, the team with the highest payroll rarely wins. Correct. So the, the highest payroll, worst manager. Well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the, Chris, he's going to be under more, Dave's going to be under more pressure this year 100%. than he's ever been. Yeah, I and, and I and, and if you study the history of baseball. More times than not, the team with the loaded roster doesn't win the World Series. But I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, year one, because if Otani's not pitching, year one. Corporate Greg will not. Corporate Greg says year one. Well, that's why one. they went out and got Yamamoto, to right. be Otani the pitcher. And then if Otani comes back in two years and pitches, you've got you know, a monster one-two. Yeah. So Corporate I, Greg I, has I, already ordered me that if they do not make the World Series in year one, I'm smashing another bobblehead. Yeah, as you should, because and it's, it really will be a lot of it. Greg, will be steady on baseball. It's not. It doesn't um, happen. Oh no! That way. I mean, trust I've, me. I've uh, we've a won a hundred games the last five years, and we ended up with uh, what? Nothing. Early exits. Early exits. Over one and over title. Again. Right. I think, yeah. This year, I think this year is the most important year of this of this ten year contract to win the World Series. Although I'll tell you, what, I was thinking about this. So obviously the the great prize, and we hope they win the World Series, and and they certainly have the players to be able to do it. But I think what the Dodgers have done is they've added to the appeal of the regular season. A hundred percent. Because Matter people of fact, are going to want to go see Otani. Not only want to go see him, I think I'm going to plan my summers around yeah. when the Dodger games are. Right. I, they've made it can't you know stop what you're doing TV. Yep. We used to say every once in a while a guy comes along where you're he's having a year and you stop what you're doing. Yep. If, and, and that's been Otani for the past five years. If you walk into a bar and you look up and Otani's at bat, you don't go sit with your friends. You right. wait till the at-bat's over. Now that's going to be every night. Well, think about like it. Like, if the Dodger game's starting in 10 minutes, and, and when you and I are supposed to go to dinner, I'm saying, hey, let's go 45 minutes from now so we can watch right, the top right. of the first. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Your Every game is going to start with Mookie, Freddie, Otani. Right. Mookie, Freddie, Otani. I think I would switch and go Mookie, Otani, Freddie. Really? Yeah. They might, by yeah. the way. He's usually around there, around the second yeah. spot. And also now then you're having Freddie protecting him. He's going to see fast, nothing but fastballs. See, that's the kind of analysis in Real Dodgers talk in January that we're going to give you. That's right. Whether Otani's quarterbacky enough or not. Quarterbacky. <laughs> pitchery. They could use him to be a little more pitchery. Uh, yeah, I, I think the Dodgers are going to be. I'm just hoping. And we won't know until the season starts. I'm just hoping it's not going to cost forty dollars for a beer. Well, I don't because those costs are going to be passed down. Oh, to yeah, us money's deferred. Somehow. Did they raise ticket prices? 
probably. I'm sure they will. But I'm just the ticket prices are one thing, but the everyday stuff. But is can you defer like, the cost of the beer <laughs> for like ten years? Yeah, well, guys, uh, we'll get you in ten years on yeah. that. I'll, on give, that I'll give you two dollars yeah. now, <laughs> but yeah. in two years I'll give you the other. I'll 10. pay you the rest for yeah. the Michelada. It's a brilliant a idea. Decade. All right, coming up next, we're gonna do some what's up, fool. Brian's got stuff. Bergman's got stuff. In the meantime, hey, happy New Year from Jacob and Ronnie. So um, I'll tell you. Not all personal injury attorneys will treat you the same. One primary example is if you're in an accident and you hire an attorney, some major law firms may deem your accident is too small and not worth their time, so then they farm it out to a smaller, less experienced firm. Imagine if that's you. You think you're hiring one person. Instead, you get some rookie handling your case. That is another reason why, if you're in an accident, call Jacob. Every case equally important to Jacob. He won't hand off your case to somebody else. And let's face it, who do you want dealing with the insurance company, Jacob or potentially someone a few months out of law school? Don't take the risk. If you're injured in an accident, call Jacob. Get the medical care that you need and the compensation that you deserve. Because remember... A lot of attorneys say they'll fight for you. Call Jacob. He'll win for you. 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. 844-24-JACOB. Or remember... Accident or injury. Call Jacob and Ronnie. Call Jacob. Call Make sure you're following him in, in, on Instagram at call.jacob. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Quarter in front of 3 o'clock. When you hear the group player from 1978, you know we're back on a live imaging Tuesday with Yacht Rock because Johnny I's here. The right, little known fact, the lead guitarist for player is a guy named Ron Moss. Oh, beautiful. Who is also the lead of The Bold and the Beautiful on CBS. Really? Mm. Yeah. He plays Ridge Forrester. Oh, well, that's that is Ridge, such that's a Ridge soap opera name. Yeah. He's a beautiful man, Rich yeah. Forrester. Yeah. Rich Forrester, good-looking dude. Is he? And prior to this, this, this guy's had a good life. Really good he life, was yeah. The, he's the lead guitarist for a band, and then he's on Bold and the Beautiful. Good uh, for him. You know, picking up on soap opera ladies. Yeah. By the way, speaking of soap opera, guess who I got to meet in the suite, our 710 suite at a Kings game a couple weeks ago? Do you guys remember Dr. Michael Mancini from Melrose Place? Of course. Yeah. Thomas Calabro. Yeah. He's friends with Ron Mitchell. Oh, really? He was just in there as a fan. Oh, I'm like, wow. wait a minute. Oh, that's cool. You're my hero, Dr. Yeah. Mancini. Dr. Mancini. He was uh, great. I, I, I'll be angry. I get him to come back to a Laker game. I will. Tell Ron yeah. to get him to a Laker game. I'd, like, I'd yeah. like to meet him. You know who else we'd like to meet? Who? Well, we already met him. But anyway, time for What's Up, Fool. There you go. Hit the thing. What's Up, Fool is brought to you by Dos Hombres Mezcal. It's fate. It's friendship. It's Mezcal. 
Dos Hombres. Time for the What's Up Fool. First one of 2024. Take it away, Kobe Greg. Thanks, Morales. All right, I saw this on Twitter yesterday, and I just want to get your opinion. So it's a guy named Amir Han, and he says, what is the worst movie ending of all time? Worst, worst movie, movie ending, ending of all of time. All I'll start. Time. The one that I thought of when I read this was... I am Legend with Will Smith. How did it? it I don't it, remember it how it ended. It was just nonsense. He has like a grenade. He's stuck in an area with all like the zombies coming after him, and he kills himself instead of getting into a like I a think safe. They're making number two Yo, in that yeah, series. They are. They he also are? spent three even though years. he blew himself up with a grenade. Yeah, maybe somebody else is going to be it, or it's a prequel. Who knows? All right. But he was. It was. He was three years trying to survive and find people. As soon as they found a camp with people in it, he killed himself. Yeah. I don't know the exact name of it, but the last movie, the last Daniel Craig Bond movie, where they kill him at the end. I loved it. Screw that. I love that. And he says, I love you, you too. You can't kill Bond. The, the poison plants and... Uh, you can't kill James Bond. Yeah, no, they, he, they, they blew up for the whole... 50 years. He had that disease that if you touch somebody, they're going to die. Yeah, so no, he had no I hated choice that. but to have his island bombed. Yeah, I hated that ending. So that ending Brian, is what's your the choice? worst ending to a movie? Uh, one that comes up recently is Uncut Gems. I didn't like the ending okay. of the oh, way that finished. Oh, I was not a fan of the way it ended. Oh, my God, it's such a great movie. Yeah, it is a very good movie. I agree. Awesome performance by Adam Sandler, but you're right. It was so depressing. Right. Like, I wanted I wanted the, that happy ending. Right. Well, or, or at least through. not an ending like that. Right. Yes. It's, yeah. It's not a happy movie. Uh, He's not a happy guy. That could have been. He just hit. Yeah. He, he just hit. <laughs> he just won big, and then boom. Well, uh, well you know. So I've got three. <laughs> wow. <laughs> three. They are, they're all doing the same thing, and I hate okay. this. So it's Dune. Mission Impossible and Fast and the Furious. So but there's you know no what? ending yet. There's no ending. They're making one movie that is part one. Then you have yeah, to wait I see your a point. year to see part two. Harry Potter did that. It was fine. No, but a Harry Potter did. This no, it is didn't. Just ending in the middle. Seven. No, seven ended to like to go to the next movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, in Fast and Furious, Ludacris just he's gone over a mountain like he's going to crash into a. He's going to crash his plane, and we don't know if the plane's going to crash or not because the movie just ended. Yeah, that ain't right. No, it's not right at all. What about you, Morales? You have a bad movie ending? I hated the way The Departed ended. I thought it was brilliant oh, for yeah. three hours and 22 minutes. There's Nicholson in a trash bin, right? That's not the end. That's oh. not the end. And then the end is, oh, the end is we're just all going to shoot each other in the head. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, it was like this was that whole movie I'm like this is gonna be the newest godfather to me the newest casino yeah and then oh I shoot you in the head then it would be the equivalent of we're all here yep I shoot you in the head then John shoots me in the head then Greg out of nowhere comes and shoots him in the head <laughs> right. it's like really yeah. guys this is how we're gonna end this then Greg gets the show well, the well. Brian will shoot me, and then Brian. Will shoot. <laughs> <laughs> so the funny thing about the Departed, when it first came out, a friend of mine was like, "Don't spoil it for me. I haven't seen it. I want to go see it." He goes, "Everybody dies." Right. Yeah. yeah. It's the, when, it, when it was finally over, I was like, except for you Mark spoiled Wahlberg. it. Mark Wahlberg does not die. Mark Wahlberg is okay. Yeah. He survives. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it was only 15, actually longer than that, right? 2006. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's how long ago the Departed came yeah. out. Yeah. Wow. What's up, fool? All right, guys, so we know the whole referee situation, the Lions-Cowboys game, and oh, yeah. that crew, Brad Allen's crew, was downgraded out of the playoffs. Okay. Well, it was announced today that they're going to be refereeing another national TV game this Saturday. Uh, it's going to be the Steelers-Ravens game, so the Steelers still have some playoff you know, right. hopes on the line here. How do you guys feel about them now another national TV game even though they just blew this and got downgraded out of the playoffs. Well, first of all, most NFL games are national TV games. I mean, some are regional, yeah. but you know, you can watch any game anytime. So if the refs screw up, you're going to hear about it. Um, 
I, I'm still trying to figure out who should really get the blame for the end that two point conversion at the end. It's really hard to say because I know what the Lions were doing. They sent three linemen over to the referee to confuse the Cowboys, and all it ended up doing was confuse the refs. Correct. So I I I I would argue that the ref didn't listen. No, Dan Campbell also said that he t- he told the refs before the game Correct. that this was going to happen. No. Allen yes. wasn't in that meeting. No, what the, the other refs? Yeah, but still, but it's it's, he job. told them ahead of time. It is his yeah. job to know. I believe that guy said something to him, and I don't believe it registered the, with the refs. So I think they it was two guys. They walked up to him. One guy said his name, and he just thought it was the other one, or said, "I'm right." Uh, That's I'm what I checking think in, too. But he just thought it was the other one. By the way, I heard Demarco and Travis killing Dan Campbell for going for two after the penalty. Yeah. They yeah. Well, you, after Greg, the penalty, I would have kicked it. Okay. You should have kicked it. All right, you guys all think that? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, know I think it's a, more. A... I think there's more, something more simple here. The Lions were already in the playoffs. They were on the road, and Dan Campbell just said, "I don't want overtime. I don't want to play well, another well, yeah, fifteen minutes here. All that can do is get one of my guys hurt. We're gonna go for it. If we win it, great. Well, he wins. He didn't have to play the extra fifteen <laughs> minutes. Yeah, it, was, it was the difference between the, the two. And the way and the they were playing, seed. I think they would have definitely won in overtime at that moment. Yeah. They were playing so well in that fourth quarter and the momentum. Yep. I like Dan Campbell. I, I mean, I have no problem with him going for it. I, I, I think the right move was to kick, but what Yeah, the I hell? just don't think he wanted overtime. No, I think you're right. Yeah. He didn't want to deal with it. What's up, Foo? All right, guys. So, we already said the Rams in the playoffs. Are they going to be sitting people this next couple games mm-hmm. or the next upcoming game? Puka Nakua is 29 yards away from the yeah. rookie record. Three catches away from the rookie record. He's got to play, right? Yeah, I, play. and I think I think Sean will tell gotta us tomorrow that record. he is playing. Yeah, and he'll get that in the first quarter. Right. My follow-up. So if question. you want to send him at halftime, go ahead. But I think yeah, I, to your to to get to the heart of your question, yes, I think they play him and let him go for the record. And where would you rank uh, Puka's rookie wide receiver, you know, season up there with like Randy Moss and Anquan Bolden? Well, it Moss was nothing but catching touchdowns, so he was a little more high profile. But Nakua has been as good. Of a rookie as the Rams have ever had. Oh, he's wait a minute. No, he's breaking the record for most receptions and most yardage ever for a rookie wide receiver. I mean, right. he's got to rank the reason top couple in terms. Well, of the reason season. Moss is probably ahead of him is Moss kept scoring touchdowns. Yeah, Moss had seventeen touchdowns. Puka's got five. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, still, that's there's something to be said. And and doing it on a team with Cooper Cup is pretty impressive. Yeah. And those guys seem to get along great. Right, and Cooper Cup is still making big catches. Right. Still making big catches. What's up, Foo? I got one more here for you yeah. guys. So we talked about the FSU, you know, Alabama situation, especially on Twitter. Yes. And all the SFU players, there's a bunch of them, right. uh, took to Twitter. They had a couple quotes, you know, the difference between earned and given. This is a joke. They don't deserve that. Isn't this a salty look or kind of a bad look after? They did sit out a bunch of their guys, but they lost 60-3. to three. Yeah, RG3 was going nuts. Yeah. yeah. He was going nuts trying to defend uh, FSU. It's a, it's a bad look to take Florida, the Twitter and, yeah. you know, bash out. Florida State has no leg to stand on here yeah. at all. They didn't compete. Yeah. And you can't make the claim that you got screwed and then mail in your bowl game. If they wanted to do that, they should have just said no. Yeah, they should have. They should have just said, we don't want to play. Or just but they go, wanted the money. go out and beat Georgia. Right. They wanted the money, and then they, they took on Georgia, and they didn't show up. It's exactly what USC did against UCLA. USC didn't show up, and that's my problem with Florida State is you have to compete, and if you don't compete, you don't get to to, to complain. complain and whine. Yeah. yeah, some of those tweets have uh, since been deleted as well. So I would think. 
What's up, fool? All right, so one quick one. So yep. Ryan Thibodeau is, is at not Mr. Tibbs on Twitter. He he follows all of the ba- baseball Hall of Fame voting. So there's about 27% that's known right now, according to him. And it has Beltre in at number one with 98%. Yep. Helton's going to get in, according to this, at 82.9. Joe Maurer at 82.9. And Bobby Wagner at 80 point. Not Bobby, wow. Wag- not Bobby Wagner. <laughs> what is it? No, it's... Wagner. Who am I thinking? What? Wagner. Billy? Billy, Billy, Wagner, Billy, Wagner. Billy Wagner. Thank you. Yeah. Billy Wagner at 80%. And then Sheffield, Beltran, and Jones not in. What do you think the final of those top four would be? Do you think they all get in or just Beltran? It surprises me that Beltran is that high because oh, – Oh, no. No, no, uh, no wait a Beltre minute. Beltran is an what? obvious one. Wasn't he in the Mitchell report? The Mitchell report really – Not I to my think, knowledge. I don't think so either. Yeah. Um, the weird thing about Beltran was – he had never hit a lot of home runs, and in his contract year, his free agency year with the Dodgers, he hit 48 homers, which raises a huge red flag. Now, I'm not saying that he was using steroids or performance-enhancing drugs, but it sure looks like it, and I don't know if he's ever answered it. And if we're keeping other people out for PEDs, why does he get a pass? Because there's, he's not in the Mitchell report. But I'm looking at okay, it. He's not, look at his numbers. You can't Same just, with Big Bobby. You can't just say... Oh, look at the numbers. Why not? Because there's no evidence. Okay. There's not There's not evidence. In other words, if he, he tested negative every single time he was tested. Okay, so Brady Anderson was the same way. Didn't right. hit a lot of home runs. Then right. one year hit 60. Right. And then went right back to, like. I mean, he's not Hall of Fame worthy, though. Yeah, right. he's not Hall but of Fame. But Rafael Palmero is. And, and let's be you know, honest. He was in the Mitchell Report. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the the one thing about Beltre, I What's the, I'd have to pull up his numbers, but he had a like jump. Twenty years. Yeah, he had a jump in his last year with the Dodgers before he went to. I think he went to the Mariners next. Um, that was just. I mean, I think he was one of these guys that had had, had like twenty five home runs a year, and then he hit forty eight in his free uh, agent. Year. That was actually two thousand ten with Boston. He hit forty nine. Yeah, it his just high with the Dodgers was. Uh, his high with the Dodgers was thirty nine. Um. So, so I, but three thousand hits is three thousand hits. You're an automatic. And Palmero really, had three thousand hits. Right. But Palmero is in the Mitchell report. He's obviously a cheater. Um, There's no evidence that Beltre cheated. In fact, he came out after Gagne said eighty percent of the Dodgers were on PEDs. Beltre came out and said, "I was not." Well, the fact that he's getting ninety-eight percent of the vote is a clear indication that people don't think he's. Yeah, I mean, three thousand hits is three thousand hits. Yeah, and like Helton, Helton doesn't get into you, in your mind, right? I, I don't think Helton. It's is a too much. Favorite. You're in Colorado on that ballpark. And how do we at the feel time? about closers? Is Billy Wagner? Okay, so no? Mace, here's what I'm, I don't think so. Mace, here's what I'm talking about. Yeah, in two thousand. Okay, here's here's Beltre's home runs with the Dodgers. Yeah. Okay, 20, 13, 21, 23. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then in 2004, which is his free agency year, 48. It's a lot of home the runs. The very guys. next year, 19. So he went 23, 48, 19. Was, well, how many games did he play in the 19 year? Uh, 156. No. That's like if in your contract year, Mason. By the way, Greg, the same amount he played when he hit 48. Yeah. So he went from 48 home runs to 19 with the exact right, same but, amount of games played. But you're essentially saying because he played in an era and had a really good season, he must be on PEDs. I'm saying it looks suspicious. He went from 23 home runs to 48 to 19, 25, 26. So you would keep him out because you think he No, I would ask the question, and I don't— I, It surprises say, no, me. I wasn't. 
It surprises me he's getting 98% Duh, of the not, vote. Not for me. 3,000 hits is 3,000 hits. But you keep years. saying that, but there's guys with 3,000 hits who aren't in. Correct, who are cheaters and in the Mitchell Report. And right. if you watch and, Beltre and Ad- Adrian, I just don't think it's fair to paint everybody with a broad brush and say, oh, Adrian Beltre had a great year. He must be on PEDs. Maybe he just had a great year. Because uh, it's not in the Mitchell Report. He's never tested positive for anything. I think it's unfair to even suggest it, to be honest. Um, there... It seems passionate sports talk. <laughs> no, no, no. It just seems. How do you explain 20, 48, he had a good 19? Year. He had a good That's year. It's a really good eight. year, Mace. Yeah, he had a good year. Okay. Does that. But 3,000 hits is 3,000 hits. And there's. Can you just ascribe guilt to somebody where there's no, no evidence of guilt? No, but you can look at the numbers and ask the questions, which is what I'm doing. And. Uh, it just I, I'm not saying that unequivocally Adrian Beltre cheated. I have no evidence of it. But I, I, I'm looking for an explanation. So would you vote for him or no? I'd probably make him wait. I, I probably wouldn't so vote for him. So who would you put in this ballot. year? Um, Nobody, see. right? I wouldn't put anybody in. Um, if you're not going to put Beltre, you can't put you, anybody. Uh, you're, uh, Beltre's going in. I, I think he's going in, too. I don't think Joe Maurer is Hall of Famer. Joe Maurer is not a Hall of Famer. Todd Helton's not a Hall of Famer. No. No. Billy, Billy Wagner, Wagner, you could probably make a case for. I mean, if you if you closers. really value closers There's only, I and save totals, I think Billy two. Wagner's way up the top near uh, in terms of I total saves in his career. Yeah, I think he's third. based on Mace's passion over this, I think we should do like a special Hall of Fame Let's celebration for Adrian Beltran. Let's he, do it. Go, Adrian. <laughs> I, he had an amazing career. An amazing I, I, could, career. I mean, you were very passionate about. It. Yeah, I just don't like. Three o'clock at KSPN Los Angeles. A good karma brand. By the radio way, station. Mike Piazza, because there was rumors, didn't make it till his fourth try. So if Mike Piazza had to wait four years, then Adrian Beltre can wait one. Two wrongs make a right. Great, I understand. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. you know. In it, other words, there was no evidence on Piazza either. Correct, but just absolute just, Hall of Fame numbers. Yeah. From the get go. Right. And because he played in that era. Where there was, where they people are assuming most people did it, they made him wait four years. Yeah, I think it's because he badmouthed Vince Gully. <laughs> that actually did not help him at all. At all. At all. All right, coming up next, John, I'm telling you, there's a really surprising answer to this question. Okay. What coach would NFL players most like to play for? Think about that. There's yeah, an actual and, survey of real NFL players. And also, uh, Greg, do you remember that remote we did at Black Gold? Oh, come on. Where Mason, where the where the that. wind blew and the thing, went, and Mason ran, ran past all of us. <laughs> faster I've ever seen him run. There is an equivalent in the NFL to that <laughs> okay. that I will explain. By the way, up. that day, he would have beat you in a race. Yep. <laughs> never seen him move that fast. <laughs> you know what I say. Save your own ass first. Exactly. All right, uh, we'll so do that. There's an NFL player who thinks just like you. <laughs> we'll do it coming up next. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN.